Welcome to Using Smart Money to Ensure Profitability. This podcast series is produced by Review of Optometric Business and is sponsored by Care Credit. In this episode, we'll explore annual supply sales of contact lenses. We'll hear from Dr. Mark Wright, professional editor of Review of Optometric Business, and also from Marjolyn Bailefeld, editor of Women in Optometry. I'm Roger Mummert, content director for Review of Optometric Business. Marjolyn, in this podcast series, we've talked about several KPIs to manage a practice by. We've looked at capture rate and also at multiple pair sales. Would you please begin our discussion today with a look at what else we should be examining? The third KPI that we're going to talk about here is the annual supply of contact lens sales. Do doctors and eye care professionals recognize the value of that metric, Dr. Wright, and should they be paying more attention to this measurement? So here are some things we know as doctors. We know that a patient that has an annual supply of contact lenses will be more compliant with their wearing schedule. We know that a patient who does not have an annual supply of contact lenses tends to overwear their contact lenses more, trying to stretch the wearing time. And when you try to stretch the wearing time, bad things happen. More eye infections, more swelling, more difficulties that occur. So there is truly a value to an annual supply of contact lenses. There's also another advantage to an annual supply of contact lenses for the practice, and that is the moment the patient has an annual supply of contact lenses is the moment they're no longer in the contact lens marketplace looking to buy contact lenses. So all of the marketing advertisements they'll hear on the radio and television and internet and even the printed ads that occur on the back of the receipt you get at the grocery store that are trying to talk to you about buying contact lenses, well, that patient who's bought the annual supply of contact lenses is no longer in the market to buy contact lenses. So all of that marketing becomes just water off a duck's back. It becomes irrelevant to that patient. And that's important for us to realize in the practice that we want to actually not only improve the compliance of the patient, but also take them out of the contact lens market for buying new contact lenses. Dr. Wright, in looking at the economics of practice, and I know you look at it very closely, why uh, there are a lot of costs associated with contact lens replacements. Are there not? And some of those are transaction costs. And I know that's one of the things that you've looked at critically about how much time is involved in just supplying, somebody picking up just to, uh, the next supply of contact lenses, what, how disruptive that is at the front desk and so forth. I know you've worked with some theories on having different stations for that, but a lot of those problems and many of those hidden costs perhaps go away, do they not, with annual sales of contact lenses? Absolutely. If a patient does not get an annual supply of contact lenses, even if we're mailing the quarterly replacements or the monthly replacements to the patients, that requires a staff member's time. Somebody's got to check in the job to make sure that it's accurate from the laboratory and then send it out or contact the laboratory for sending it directly from the laboratory. And all those little time units add up. And you do that across a practice that has a significant number of contact lens patients. And now all of a sudden you've hired an extra person just to do administrative work that had you used the annual supply approach, you could have greatly reduced your staff costs. So this sounds so logical. Why aren't most practices achieving 100% annual supplies of contact lens sales? 
One of the core concepts I like to think about is this one, and that is we train our patients to act the way they do in our practice. Most practices simply do not take control of this area and train the patients to have an annual supply of contact lenses. And as a result of that, I don't mean to view this in any way negative, but it's very much like parenting. You know, if you don't, if you don't uh, put restrictions and borders and boundaries around your kids, they're all over the place. The contact lens patient can be the same way. They can do bad habits, establish bad habits, and continue bad habits if we don't help them to move out of that into a, a more positive. So it needs to start with the doctor in the exam room. The doctor in the exam room needs to prescribe, not recommend, suggest, offer, but prescribe an annual supply of contact lenses. And the verbiage for that can go very easily, something like this. Mrs. Jones, when you came in today, you told me about how you're wearing your contact lenses. My examination of you confirmed that you seem to be doing a very good job of managing your contact lenses. Therefore, I am prescribing for you an annual supply of contact lenses. So that history, exam, prescription outline that the doctor should learn to use in all of their case consultations with the patient fits here very perfectly. And patients are really driven by value, not price. What's in it for me is the mantra that most patients have. And so spending a few minutes explaining to the patient what's in it for them to have an annual supply, the benefits of that really, again, helps that patient to be trained to buy that annual supply of contact lenses every year. Well, that seems to really fall into consumer patterns of delivery of all sorts of goods and services, does it not? You take care of your medications online now and pay for them in, in a way that's all programmed. You get a lot of things delivered at home that you used to go as one-offs over to the store to pick up. It seems like a logical place where you're talking about an annual supply to also talk about patient financing and make it one big program so that the patient knows that it's being taken care of. Absolutely. One of my uh, core rules in practice is complete the cycle of action while the patient's in front of you. So if you have that patient who needs an annual supply of contact lenses and you've either dealt with it directly in your practice or through having a contact lens, either distributor or the original company itself, sending those contact lenses to the patient. However you've worked it out, you've managed that all while the patient was in front of you and then you've gotten it paid for while the patient's in front of you. Now you can move on to the next patient. Now your staff can be concerned about actually handling the care of the patients in the practice versus going back every two or three or four months and having to re-add or rework with another contact lens patient who didn't get that annual supply. And so you're distributing your time that you're using in your staff work and in your office flow so much better when you get your patients to have an annual supply and financing is really the big part of that, which patients have to come to grips with. And if we can make it easy for patients to pay, then more patients will go into annual supplies. And they'll also be more likely to accept your recommendations and prescriptions for buying their glasses there and buying their multiple pairs of eyewear there. Absolutely. It's the total package of how do we improve the patient's quality of life in all areas through whatever techniques that we have. We, you know, sometimes it's a additional exams or procedures. Sometimes it's materials, glasses or contact lenses. But financing can help the patients to manage the costs of the out-of-pocket costs of all those uh, issues. Well, wonderful. Uh, you've given us a lot to think about here today, Dr. Wright. 
We've talked about capture rate. We've talked about multiple sales. And we talked about annual contact lens supply sales being three main KPIs that can have such a dramatic impact on the uh, revenues and also profitability of a practice and how patient financing is key in all of those three areas. Dr. Wright, do you have any final thoughts on action points that doctors should make top of uh, mind for their next planning session or staff meeting? Well, always number one is measure to manage. That gets you out of the false idea that you think your practice is doing well and your emotions are sort of uh, running you versus the reality of knowing what your practice is really doing. One of my favorite phrases is, is the profit in your practice accidental or intentional? Well, we've talked today about how to make your profit intentional at the same time that you're making your patient care better, more helpful, making that patient to have a longer time in their glasses or their contact lenses and being able to see more effectively, more efficiently. And the second thing is make it easy for the patient to pay. If we can make it easy for the patient to pay, then that just really many times just seals the deal right there. Excellent. Well, thank you, uh, Dr. Wright. We hope that you have found this podcast to be useful and thought-provoking. We want once again to thank our sponsor, Care Credit. We invite you to contact your Care Credit representative to learn more about how your practice can benefit from offering patient financing through Care Credit. They can be reached online at www.carecredit.com. We want to thank Dr. Mark Wright of Review of Optometric Business and Marjolyn Bielefeld of Women in Optometry for contributing to today's podcast. Watch for other podcasts in this series. Use smart money to help you improve profitability metrics. Thank you and good day. This content is subject to change without notice and offered for informational use only. You are urged to consult with your individual business, financial, legal, tax, and or other advisors with respect to any information presented. Care Credit, Synchrony, Financial, and any of its affiliates collectively Synchrony make no representation or warranties regarding this content and accept no liability for any loss or harm arising from the use of the information provided. All statements and opinions in this survey report are the sole opinions of Jobson Medical Information, LLC. Your receipt of this material constitutes your acceptance of these terms and conditions.